I got an NIV. Okay. <laughs> okay. We accept human testimony, but God's testimony is greater because it is the testimony of God which has given which which he has given about his son. Whoever believes in the Son of God accepts this testimony. Whoever does not believe God has made him out to be a liar because they have not believed the testimony God has given about his son. And this is the testimony God has given us. This is the testimony. God has given us eternal life. And this life is in his son. Whoever has the son has life. Whoever does not have the son of God does not have life. I write these things to you who believe in the name of the son of God so that you may know that you have eternal life. This is the confidence we have in approaching God. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we have asked of him. All right. And uh, verse 14, with this amplified, but it says, this is the remarkable degree of confidence which we as believers are entitled to have before him. That if we ask anything according to his will, that's consistent with his plan and purpose, he hears us. And that confidence, I feel like, is built up through the program um, that allows us to have more faith and knowledge that if we are to ask anything of God, and I know right here it says according to, um, according to well, no, that's in the that's in the regular too, not just amplified, but according to His will, He will hear us. And being, uh, I would say, like quote unquote, baby Christian or just starting that journey, you may not know that like you may not know exactly what that means you may not have that confidence that whatever you ask of god he shall he shall do it as long as it's according to his will you know um i know we had uh it, it was on here on the podcast i can't remember which one it was it's like when we ask god or something you know if it's like yeah god i know he's gonna help me sell these drugs you know like that ain't that ain't exactly that ain't according to his will like he probably not gonna help you with that but if it's according to his will you know, it's already done, you know, it's already written, uh, <clears throat> something like, things like that, and so that, that's built up through your, your walk with Christ, and then, uh, we didn't know for a fact that he listens and hears us, we only know this if we are close to him in our relationship and understand him and his word, and that's only, we only reach that point when we're in this program, in the program, like we only reach that point of, of continuing to have that faith or having that faith just in general, being more in this world, word, building that relationship with him, understanding more of what, who, who God is, who Jesus is, what the Holy Spirit is, and how that relates to us and, and, and in our lives. And then when we recognize the will that God has for us or the purpose that he has for us, we know, how, we know more of how to pray. Uh, I can't remember what verse it is, but the more that we build a relationship with him, we know how to pray. Like he, we know what to pray for, um, just everything like that. Um, but that's not a, that you won't achieve that until you're you're spiritually built up in a way. Like, yo, Jesus is it. 
there is no other way to be saved. There is no other way to receive salvation. To you live your best life when your life is in Christ, and that's that's point blank period. There is no other way. What I got out of it was like, if we are in God's will, like we cannot fail. Like right. we cannot. Like God makes us successful. God makes us win if we are in his will. And that like gives me such like confidence and such peace knowing that if I'm in the will of God, nothing that comes my way is gonna stop me because if we are in the will of God, anything that I ask for that is inside of his will, he's gonna make it work for me. He's gonna let it come through for me if I'm inside of the will of him. Right. And that just that just like assures me like God God love for us like God love for his children is so like it's indescribable like someone that go make you win if you are in your if you are in his will for your life like the words I can't even put the words into play of how much love that scripture right there displays that God the love that God got for us. Right. And even like as we're being built up and then one thing that uh we discussed too is like this certain like there are going to be certain pains in our journey but sometimes that pain is preparing us for that life that he wants us to have or it's, it's disciplining us it's training us for that point and so like we know that if something like we are praying for something and it'll come through right away or something we thought like okay i thought this was like what i was supposed to be doing and it don't come through we don't crumble we don't be like well i don't know i thought i heard god but maybe not but we just have faith like okay i know that god told me this i know this is his will for me i you know like i'm not gonna lose faith i'm gonna keep praying i'm gonna keep moving you know i'm not gonna stop just because it didn't go the way that i thought it was gonna go uh it just may not be the best way that that's supposed to be for me you know and so uh that's a part of it too but you're right uh that that's also true he, he who descended is also the one who ascended far above all the heavens that he might fill all things. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature by the fullness of Christ, that we should no longer be children, tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men and the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting. But speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ. From whom the whole body joining it together by what every joint supplies, according to the effective working by which every part does its share, causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. Man, I don't, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say I I wouldn't align myself with any of these specific gifts. But mm -hmm. I mean, I love music, and uh, I grew up in the church singing, uh, "Cool and Water." Mm -hmm. I mean, I had a backup crew and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I, me and my cousin, we used to sing. Man, they used to have us sing it off us every other Sunday. So. Okay. Man, music is a uh, music is Maybe definitely a ministry. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it is a ministry. I believe that. So yeah, music is definitely a ministry. And I just, I just, and again, like I asked this question just to see, like you know, just to to, to start up the conversation because sometimes, like, we don't even ask ourselves 
is this something God called me for? Like, you know, like we, well, I know, I, I say this because I know I've, I've done the same thing and I don't, you know, I say teacher, but I could be wrong. It could be not any of these, but, you know, it's just to start the conversation, get in your mind uh, to like kind of plant that seed, you know, if he, if he does cause us to be one of those things, because, you know, we're all ministers in a sense. And so like, like, uh, like Jamal was saying, like, he's into music, so he may be called to do ministry and through music, you know what I'm saying? Like, and not, you know, anything, like, I know I'm not nowhere capable of being a minister through music, you know what I'm saying? So, um, that's really all I was getting from that. I definitely agree with you, uh, Carlton, because uh, everybody think, like, like, everybody think, like, you have to be, like, a pastor, you have to be uh intercessor, you have to be mm-hmm. uh apostle or anything of that nature. Everybody, if you're in church, everybody think so more majority of everybody think they that they got one of those gifts. But just like Jamal said, Jamal can minister and save souls through his music, through his right. mouth. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people think just because although God said that that our testimony out, say our testimony out loud so they can bring people closer to him. But a lot of people think just because God gave you a testimony that you're a preacher and it's not like that at all. No, 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 no. It's, it's not like that at all. And I have seen like over the years that just because God, just because you went through the hell of your life and God brought you out of that thing, oh, I'm called a priest now. And I don't, and I don't think that's the case in everybody. Right. I don't think I just don't think that. I just I think some people be calling themselves to do, to be a preacher, to be a prophet, to be a one nation. And when they do that, they send themselves up for failure. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to be on a pulpit to save lives. Like Jamal can save plenty of lives with his voice. Right. Like Carson, you can save plenty of lives by teaching. I, uh, I can save plenty of lives just by doing a non-profit organization. Right. Exactly. And that's ministry. So I think like. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of this stuff is, is being watered down now, especially since social media around and a lot of people see these see these people on, on social media preaching and stuff and they 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 the, or they have the desire, want the desire to do that in which God might not have that for the like to do that. Like my 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 girl, she uh she a police officer, she said that's what she wanna do. She don't wanna be in ministry as far as preaching teach them like this. She can save lives through being a police officer and having a mentee or whatnot. So yeah. I think a lot of people just call themselves ministry. And ministry ain't even all what it seems. Like, it just, it's a lot to come with it, but you can save lives without even having a title. Yeah, I think a lot of people uh, can look for that title. And, and I think people, like, don't recognize that when you are called, like, being, like, that preacher or that pastor or that teacher, basically, if you're leading guys people in a certain type of way you are judged uh, more critically than others you know that's not a position that's that's just uh to, to to be taken lightly to just like oh i think i'm gonna do it you know what i'm saying like it's it, it has to be god sent you know and so that's why you're right like ministry doesn't have to just be in the pulpit at all uh it can be like you said non-profit it can be music it could be even in the entertainment industry it could be you know, it, it could be God plants us in different places to use us, you know, and it doesn't have to be just the church, you know. Um, and so 
definitely agree. And, and that's why I wanted to bring up that conversation. Um, but the one thing I wanted to bring up was about the winds. Uh, it says uh, that we should no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the tricky men and the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting. You know, uh, I guess in today, you know, in today's society, today's world, what what are what are the winds, you know, in our lives? Like, what can be the winds that could toss us to and fro? Man, the winds that 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 one can apply to so many things happening in our lives. Like, mm-hmm. everybody want to start a church, like D'Angelo just said, and like everybody want to teach, and we got all these denominations and denominations arrive because people thought they can do it their way, and mm-hmm. that was a new way. Culture brings a new wind, like entanglements is a new wind right like you <laughs> yeah there are, there are so many different winds blowing through and right now in this scripture like yo once you get mature once you get mature in your faith once you get mature in your spirituality once you get mature in your relationship with god you can't be blown by every wind like culture can't shape yo know, every thought no more like mm-hmm. every new preacher don't really got your best interest at heart. Like y'all said, sometimes they just see the glitz and glamour that come with that title. Yep. And so like, you gotta be grounded enough to, you know what I'm saying, know what you should stand on in your faith. Mm-hmm. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Right. And I feel like, and like you said, like this one, like the whole armor of God is, it's in songs. Like everyone brings up, it brings up these verses. Uh, but as far as it, when it comes to the, um, the program, what I wanted to mention about these two verses um, is that once we're spiritually mature, once we, we, we go through and we, we, we are confident in our walk with Christ, uh, we're strong in the Lord and the power of his might and that we're able to put on the whole armor of God to be able to withstand the wiles of the devil, to be able to, uh, you know, to withstand it. But we have to be strong enough to put on the whole armor of God without it being weary, without it, get, without it, make, without it making us weary or we're not strong enough to put it on or whatever case may be, like we're, we, we're built up enough to be able to, and, and, it, and it says it, uh, we're 14 through... Um, I think 18, um, maybe even 20, but, uh, you know, uh, having the, uh, the breastplate of righteousness, you know, the, the readiness given by the gospel of peace in your shoes, the helmet of salvation, sword of spirit, the shield uh, of faith, you know, we're able to wield those things the more that we strengthen our knowledge in God and in the word and spiritually trained and thus making us spiritually mature because we're able to wield that for a longer period of time and we're able to wield it without us getting tired or getting weary of putting it on or having it on at all times um and so that's what i was pulling from it um i don't know if anybody else got anything else they want to speak about these um yeah actually uh you were talking about the uh, whole of god um i know like um as you probably familiar with carlton i know our church like has this like more spiritual warfare prayer that like yeah. is like pages long <laughs> like like the, the pastor tells us like read that every day like them two pages every day <laughs> I'm like, well, like, I, I, I've 
remember I think I memorized parts of it, mm-hmm. you know, but like the um but yeah, like you no know, but like to um give people confidence in knowing that um, Jesus is our strength. Like a lot of the times we like I was talking to somebody yesterday and he asked me a question saying, uh, can you be too sanctified or can you rush sanctification or whatever? Or, you know, and I was just like, yo, you stop focusing on sin, stop focusing on the enemy, stop focusing on your temptations, focus on Jesus, focus on God's love, focus on knowing that he is your strength. And uh, and one of the main keys I know that I get from that scripture, get it from the armor of God is we we wrestle not against we wrestle not against flesh and blood but principalities. But knowing that weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God, through pulling down strongholds, the casting down of imaginations, and every high and lofty thing that raises itself up against the knowledge of God. And that comes from the knowledge of God, our relationship with Jesus. It comes from Christ. We have no power except through Jesus Christ. And if we know that, and he is all-powerful, we don't have to be afraid. We don't have to be like, am I good enough? Is this okay? Am I, am I strong enough? You will never be strong enough. Is Christ on the inside of you? Are you going to completely surrender and trust in him? And that, like, like when you when you put on that armor, he, the spirit of God, he will fasten everything. He will make sure as long as we completely surrender to him, you know what I'm saying? Like, just, like, we don't have to, like, because in the, even in, later on in that scripture, it says, after we have done all to stand, nowhere in that scripture does it tell us to fight. We have a sword, we have a shield, all that. He doesn't tell us to fight because it's just mind, says the Lord. Mm-hmm. The Lord, the Lord is as the He is the He is the host of the He is the Lord God of the heavenly armies. He is the one that fights for us. If God be for us, who can be against us? All He told us to do was to stand with the armor on. And like I just you know just encouraging people like yo, this battle isn't yours. You wear the armor. To make sure that no nothing can hit you, nothing can touch you. The blood, the blood, the blood of the lamb is on your doorpost. With man, you know when Moses uh, was instructed, the, and the Israelites were instructed to cover themselves, to cover their houses with the blood to death, for death to pass over. Jesus' blood is on us. Jesus' blood is on our temples, and like you know, we we don't have to be strong. God is already strong. We lean completely and totally on Him. Program. So, like I said, we had introduced it we 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 may know what spiritual junk food is um what it what it looks like to to feed our spirits to feed our minds healthy foods uh to keep us away from um what we either what we used to do or any new tricks of the enemy um to keep us strong keep our body strong um to be able to withstand uh how to train what it looks like to train what it looks like to be disciplined in god and in our spirits um what it looks like to have a community of guys or just people in general who's on the same tip or, you know, who, who are trying to strive for that purpose, who, you know, even if you're doing, you've been doing it for years or two, three, four, five years, and they just started, you know, it's like, you see, you gotta, you take them along as well. You build them up uh, with what you've learned and what, you know, your testimonies and what you've been through to help them in their journeys, you know, and that, that's that community, that's that fellowship that God puts us in. And then what it looks like to be spiritually mature in our walk that, you know, we're not doing this for no reason that when we do this, when we do all that, you know, some of the results are we're able to withstand this world, 
that we live in it, you know, and that we, we're already, you know, we'll have eternal life. That's, that's the entry into the program is being to say, having eternal life, but doing this, we're able to inherit the whole kingdom he has for us, this plan A, as David would say. Um, but we have to know him. We have to be trained in him to know his will, to be able to, to, to do these things and to get that purpose. So that's like the wrap up. Of that. So. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day, God. We thank you for just allowing us to see another day, God. We don't take it for granted, God. We understand what's going on around the world, God. Many lives are lost, God, young and old. But Lord, you are on the throne. We know and honor and respect you as our king and as our father, God. We know that if we come to your throne of grace, God, you'll give us mercy and, and kindness, God, and you'll show us love that we've never received before god and i just thank you for you being who you are god and just allowing us as men to come together god and just to honor your name and just to read your word and understand your word and get an in-depth look at what you called us to do and how you called us to to convey ourselves god and how to move each and every day lord and we just thank you god and we don't take anything for granted god we lift and we worship and we praise your name every day god and i just ask that you just allow our relationship to grow with you god we bind any acts of the devil god any hindrances god any distractions god anything that may come in our way to try to uh disrupt our relationship with you lord we know that if we just come to you god and we just ask for your forgiveness god and we just ask for your love that you'll that you'll forgive us god and you'll just open your arms and, and bring us in lord so i just thank you for your word thank you for your love and i thank you for the opportunity just to get to know to know and understand you better and lord we just ask for another opportunity to come together god and understand and read your word and we bless and we praise and we worship and honor your name. Things we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for watching Genuine Uplift. Please take the time to check out our other videos as well. We have podcasts available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and other platforms. We have messages for the Bible studies that are already uploaded on YouTube with different playlists. And we also have a men's Bible study that is uploaded on our Genuine Uplift Facebook page. Please take the time to check out the videos, like, share, um, listen to the podcast if you have the time. Thank you for watching again.